Hello and welcome back to the Fitcast Extra episode 9 and as always I'm joined by the wonderful Mr. Senor Sporting Panda. Hello. How are you doing today mate? Good afternoon. One off the yes. Good it's day been a good week. You. It's been a good week, hasn't it? It's been a good week. Good, good, oh, it's been a good month. What a difference from three weeks ago. Three weeks ago when we um, when we dropped market cap, didn't we? We went from a what, 106.1 down to 101, 102-ish um, and back up now to pretty much an all-time high, I think. And the last few days, it's uh, the market has been so buoyant. So yeah, I've had a good period. April started well for me um so we're kind of off and running in the new month as some of the people know out there i tend to book profits at 9 p.m on the last day of each month i don't really worry <laughs> i don't really worry too much about profits on a day-by-day basis but then i try and record it as a you know um yeah the end of each month what do you do weekly daily i'm a i'm a thursday 8 p.m man what's the, the last thursday of each month? no every thursday oh okay yeah I don't know why. I genuinely don't know why, but I've done it like that since pff, for about three and a bit years now. Um, so if you're out, will you just take a screenshot of your phone and then jot it down? I'll just get to do it the next morning, oh, maybe. Oh, Something. Okay. Like, I, I'm not too. I'm not too no, fussed no, no. about it. As as like you. I mean, I'm. Uh, and then and then weirdly, I I always look at my when people talk about their percentage rises. I always talk about percentage rise in profit because the deposits and withdrawals that you make, uh, if you do them can be quite fluid and i used to be a bit more in and out with my deposits and withdrawals especially if i saw a really big opportunity now i'm a bit more like this is the capital that i've got in it i'll top up if i want to or um quite rarely withdraw to be fair and um yeah like that's why how I, how I do it but uh i mean on the index has been great you've had an amazing month with the sancho so hats off but on twitter you've also been embroiled with some uh quite famous sports stars which oh no I didn't a dream to... isn't it yeah i mean you, I, you got uh, done you got done didn't you i've been embarrassed twice this week absolutely ruined twice in front of my fans and uh yeah once or well, sadly by andy roddick the uh the famous tennis player <laughs> yeah. i i start <laughs> i started a tweet where i listed my favorite three sportsmen to watch in each uh, each sport like not who's the best who are my favourites to watch? And um, <laughs> I put David Nabandian, the Argentinian tennis player, because I loved him quite a lot when I was younger and gambling a lot. Um, I still do. But anyway, Shredder uh, baited me. F.I. Shredder, who might be listening, I think he does, baited me into a... Well, he put Roddick down. And I'm like, how can you enjoy watching Andy Roddick, who was just a boom, boom, serving forehand? So I added Andy Roddick, thinking, oh, you know. I don't know why I don't know why I did it to be honest. And then lo and behold, the real Andy Roddick replies. Yeah. And um yeah, we went back and forth a little bit and somehow I got dragged into the trenches of debate <laughs> debating who was better between him and Nabandian. And he quite simply said, Well, you know, Nabandian would win in Paris, which is like a little tournament, but who would win on the Grand Slam? And uh, I kind of said, Oh yeah, you're right, Andy. Uh, you're better than Nabandian. <laughs> Went away with my mini towel between my legs and felt completely new. Uh, new what's the word? Neutered. When you're... <laughs> uh, yeah, so that wasn't particularly pleasant viewing, I'm afraid. But mm. well, you, he. But the fact he responded, though, I mean, you know, maybe he's a touch precious. Maybe, maybe. And I've offered him to come on and join us to have a chat about his career. I mean, you, wait, have you been DMing him? No, no. Oh, no, right. I was going to say. Yeah, but, the th- but he may not realise I'm probably saying 150 of his matches and I've got 
a dossier of notes on him. So, you know, he needs to be careful. Uh, then he just spit my tea out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he mustn't go starting wars he can't finish. Um, but anyway. Yeah, when you, when you pull out his, like, 79th ever career game. And exactly, when I go back out. to... 2007, third set against Robredo at Monte Carlo. Why did he hit the backhand cross court? Why didn't he go up the line? You know, if he wants to go at that level, we can. But um, <laughs> he should tread very carefully. Um, so that's oh, actually, so that, that was all fun. And I'll tell you the other thing that made me laugh this week. Um, I've been sent lo- <laughs> loads of garden photos of people yeah. uh, scarifying their gardens and, uh, and moss. What does that but, actually mean? I don't Well, this is the trouble. F.I. Gardner, who i got huge respect, love his account. Um, he said just scarify it, rake it with a metal, I don't know, tine rake? Some nonsense. I don't... So I went out and did it. And I think scarify means to um, to rake and to pull up the moss. I don't actually know. See, this is the trouble. I did it without fully researching it. And he said to me, like, he looked at the damage I've done. I've ruined my garden. And he said, well, it looks like you've ploughed it. You know, I said scarify. So... Um, yeah, I don't actually know. Um, they sent me some videos and guidance, so I'm going to kind of give it another go this weekend, but it didn't go very well. <laughs> well, I think we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll leave the Roddick stuff for a minute. Um, yeah, cause yeah. we've got, we've got something good coming up on Saturday, don't we? Oh, what an evening. What occasion. Yeah. Yeah. It's what the what, occasion. What's the title? The, uh, annual... uh the thick cast charity quest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Couldn't think of anything better. No, but that's good. But all, but the thing is, it's all for a very good cause, isn't it? That's the mm. most important thing. It's we, haven't, we haven't we haven't chosen a, a charity yet, have we? Is there is there like a COVID <sighs> response related one that yeah. someone could uh, maybe DM us or something? Yeah, yeah. Or it would be linked to some form of maybe not the NHS itself, but to carers who work mm. in the community or with elderly people. Um, maybe Age UK. Potentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. One or of those. A more if local has, one. If, yeah. Yeah. Need if to anyone say. has really good shouts, let us know. Yeah, but it'll be a good, it'll be a good night. I'll be, uh, we'll be both be appearing, won't we, on Zoom? We will. Um, a few drinks in hand for me, and uh, questions are good. Obviously, some of them are going to be, a, you know, you can Google some of them, but others you're not going to be able to Google, I don't think. And there's going to no. be time limits, so I think we can circumnavigate the cheating. Yes, we we hope to do so by making yep. un, very hard to Google questions. Yes, um, as best as we can. So if you're interested in joining the quiz, it's going to be done virtually via Zoom. So that's online conferencing. It's basically like a phone call. Very easy. You don't need to download anything. You just join the the link. Uh, It will be uh, in the description of the podcast. Uh, I'll plug it in there. Uh, Check that out. And uh, you can check it uh, on Twitter as well if you want any more information. It's only five quid and all the proceeds are going to charity. Uh, It is not going in Panda's pocket. Don't worry. Although he's a very expensive man. Uh, mm. on an hourly rate so uh, mm. uh mm. taking the hit there taking mm. the hit there um <laughs> i mean mm. a, a lot has happened on the index though i suppose yeah. we should start speaking about that instead let's of, go uh, yep. cross court backhands yep um media buzz jack Grealish. <sighs> yes stuff. where do you stand on it what were your thoughts so I was saying on the, on a podcast I recorded yesterday actually with with dazzler and uh and mm. trawlers for ballers mm. dazzler fi I just don't care anymore. I just want like a, a line in the sand because I, I can't be bothered with it anymore. Because I think it's... Because with the PB matrix, I the argument that it can be improved and perfection should be what you subscribe for in a product, I actually kind of subscribe to. But with MB, it's so broken that 
I just don't care what they do with it currently. They just need to draw a line in the sand and say, this, these are the rules until we review it in August or whatever. That That is my current standing. So I'm, I was on the other side of the fence to you. And now I've kind of, I'm, I've got my back against that fence now because I'm just like mm. frustrated with mm, mm. a lack of consistency. And I just want that kind of rectified now. Mm. I, um, yeah, I, I did tweet, let's just leave. Oh, I can't, I can't be trying to find my tweet, but I agreed with EJ and I've been someone that's been quite vocal about leaving everything there for us and let media mirror what our sports journalists write about in the UK or across Europe. And we score off of that because there's an element of um, discomfort I have if my bookmaker are dictating what isn't, isn't included. So on one hand, I'm like, look, let's just, let's just leave everything in there. And then we have a fair playing field. And then it's up to me if I want to trade on, I don't know, potential criminal investigations or what have you. But then I had another thought yesterday and I'll run this past you. Um, I've had to head in some textbooks of common law and there's six steps, okay, to what I believe is a kind of criminal process. So we've got the filing of a complaint, the investigation, the arrest, the charge, the court and the plea mentioned, so guilty or not guilty, and then the trial. That's kind of a very concise list. Now, whenever there's a filing of a complaint or a potential investigation, if that's linked um, to something off the pitch and an illegal activity, then I guess you just want consistency in them removing it. And I don't care where they go with it, but it's the consistency that bothers me because Eric Dyer climbed some, some steps and, you know, had an altercation with a fan. And as far as I can tell, we never had filing of a complaint or an investigation into that. But yet, you know, it was the media was pulled away and stripped out for the scoring. Whereas Grealish, equally, there seems to have been a filing of a complaint because his Range Rover uh, hit the curb and bits and pieces. And there's a drink driving allegation. Um, but yeah, that's been, that's been left in. So I, I just, I don't know how we get around it, to be honest. The, the bit that confuses me, Fig, and you might have an answer to it. Like if we had Adam Johnson or, you know, a very serious criminal allegation, I guess there is a point where as a community, we may not feel just, you know, we may not want to trade on that and make money from it. Cause Adam but, Johnson, but I think oh, that the bigger concern is, should he be worth more because he's a pedophile? Because that, that would be my question to you. Why would, on a football trading platform, why yep. would a player who has, like, you know, committed a hor horrific act, mm. like charged on paedophilic, mm. um, you know, a case, why would his value increase? What, once see, the I, I think that's where the line is. What the so, so once they are charged, that's where you... Well, I, I just think... The thing is, it's very hard for us to speculate because I said this on the podcast that was recorded yesterday. Right. It will go out on Sunday. Yeah. Sorry to confuse listeners. But it, they could actually leave everything to be in. But if the Matrix made it so that something like criminal actually gave you minus points. Yes. Right. Yes. Then we would be in a situation where everything could be left. But those stories wouldn't increase a player's value. Yes. 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 Do you see because where I'm going? I do. I do. That may be the nuance or the subtlety we can get to with it because it's very difficult because I can, I don't want Jack, I didn't think Jack Greeley should be scoring media 
based on the allegations of a criminal offence such as drink driving or breaking a curfew from the government. But when the media turned itself around, i.e. the Stan Collymore article and others, around, look, an apology is all he can do, deserves a second chance, the Manchester United transfer may still be on, he should be getting media for that, shouldn't he? So, well, I think so. Um, so it's, it's a very grey area. And I do worry that I've kind of, comp you know, I was up through the night thinking about this and I put a tweet out saying, let's leave everything in. And then I thought, well, it's easy to say, but if you were scoring media based on, you know, abhorrent crimes, then that isn't a good look, is it? So, Well, I, I think they should so, probably just get a consultancy to, to come up with a list of words. And yeah, if, you know, prison, tax evasion, like all these certain yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, they should They should be minus points. Why not? Like, why yeah. can't a player score... Players can score minus PB points. Why not Correct. minus yeah. PB yeah. points? That that feels very sensible. And you would think that they're with a consultancy firm. Um, they can do that. Hmm. And, and in that case, like, I get a lot of people saying, you know, the media is the media, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we want the media to reflect football, the, the nature of football. Yeah, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I don't mind Pogba getting a few points here and there with his haircut. But, like, you know, if if someone commits a crime or like Jack Grealish did what he did, like, I just don't see, I don't get it. it for me, it doesn't make sense for him to be worth a more valuable due, no, more no, value no, no. due to that. If it's, if it's, um, he, you know, he, he might still go to United, then fair play, you know, whatever yeah, matrix yeah, is yeah. created in the future, he should get points for that. But in this current situation, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't know. It's funny. Look at James Madison when he was, um, now I don't know the background. I forgot the background. But he was in a casino. Beat someone wasn't up, he? didn't he? He beat someone up. Did he? No, James Madison was in a casino playing when he was meant to be mm, ill. Or, mm, mm. Or, uh, so, do, yeah. you, do, do you remove that? Do you leave it in? Well, well, maybe maybe you do leave it in. But as I said, you know, with yeah, it's this just new. Yes, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really. It would be a drop in the ocean, wouldn't it? Because it's true because you wouldn't have James Madison, teenage wonder kid, sitting in casino playing, would you? So therefore, well, you, you, it, you might. Oh, you yeah. might. You yeah. might. Yeah, that's true. Um, you, you may do uh, that, that. You know, that's yeah, that's yeah, just come yeah, to my yeah, head. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, how many of those would you have? Yes. <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. would every single paper? I mean, like, would if Jude Bellingham went to casino? Well, he mm. can't, can he? But uh, no, no, no. He's not old enough. But, no, but if yeah. he was, you know, if he was eighteen and he went, then you could have teenage wonder kids seen in casino at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, I think from our conversation, they can't make this perfect, but I think there is room to grow there. It's consistency. I yeah, I think we could all live with it if it was consistent and we knew how we were placing our bets. Mm. Um, so that's that. So I felt sorry for Eric Dyer buyers that night. Um, that maybe didn't buy Grealish on this occasion, um, but then all of a sudden they're getting paid out for it. Um, so mm. I mean, we know the media is no point oh, hammering them because the media review is underway. They asked two questions, didn't they, in the media review, which was interesting. Number one, do you want it to be more, do you want the sentiment words to be more focused on on-pitch activities? I'm assuming the majority of the community said yes to that. So that that's one part of the fix. And then yeah. they, did, they did ask a question, what do you want us to do with, um, oh, was it with non-football activities or with, with potential illegal activities? They did ask this. Leave yes, it as it they is. Did. They did. So let them re receive the feedback. Um, and let's see what they come up with, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, staying on the subject of media mm. buzz in itself, we've got Media Madness starting on Saturday. And it's the, the 8pm cut-off time now, which is going to be interesting, isn't it? I love it. Let me go. Let's get straight. I, I, like, <laughs> the, I like the times Tell me how being pushed it. later. Um, 
Do you? You don't, do you? Or am I wrong mm. in assuming that? No, I've actually been in favour for that to, to happen. Oh, have the, you? The PB matrix as well. Uh, the yeah, PB yeah. scoring. But I have, you know, some of the feedback that I've got from Don and from EJ is that mm. they might have picked a sweet spot now in that uh, it's it, there's enough games played before 3pm that you can you can start trade. I would I would actually say the sweet spot's maybe maybe 4pm so that the 3pm prem kickoffs can can start. Um, the trouble is, though, we've got a massive advantage and bias towards the Bundesliga players at the moment. If you've got kickoff at half mm, two, you're exactly. getting more of a picture of the PB scores that are coming through there versus the Premier League games. Sure. That's sure. why I would argue to push it to six or eight pm. Mm. But then and, I get, and then and mm. then and then you know on Champions League nights, would you have it at half time? I may do. I may do. I I like the idea of having a little bit of an an enticing unknown quantity. So don't leave it until midnight. But I might do week. I may. I might do weekdays at say eight thirty or eight forty-five. And weekends, I might do four p.m. or five. I just think it opens another avenue of revenue for football index. It, It encourages more trading. Um, and I don't have to play for it. I probably wouldn't. I'm a useless in-play trader. I don't particularly like to buy on the day of a game. You know, I, I'm a kind of medium term, so I pick up a player and look to hold him for a few months um, if I think he's undervalued. So I don't have to play for it. But equally, if people did want to trade for it and you had some volatility on the day, it wouldn't worry me so much. Um, and I don't really buy the whole social gambling piece. Like, you know, the later it is... The more it encourages gambling and um... yeah, it's a twenty-four mile, mile market hour uh, exactly hour market. It is so, anyway, yeah. and bet three, you know all the other big bookmakers are operating and offering in-play bets. Mm. Um, exactly. See IPOs through the night. That was a bit too much for me. I didn't like that. I thought that was a bit antisocial, and that was yeah. tough. You know, to sit with as a responsible gambling um, company, but don't think there's anything wrong with five or eight p.m. Personally. Yeah, and I think I mean we said we'd leave IPOs till the next episode because we we'll talk right into that right tell, right elbow deep into that elbow deep into ipos and tell me about media madness when does that actually begin it's saturday isn't it oh is it not tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow or saturday it's one of the two yeah i think so it's... yeah so for those listeners that don't know at the moment we've got a media payout of what 10p 6p 2p for first yes. second, and third and we're going to move into top five places 5p for first, 3p second, 111, third, fourth, fifth. Mm. So uh, so that's Saturday as it begins. <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> I don't know. I had it in my head that it was the fourth. Why did I say that? Oh, okay, okay. I think you're right. I think it is the fourth. I think you're right, to be fair. It's going to be the third when we release this, isn't it? Starting on April the 4th, we're yes. playing out five places. Well done. The Football Index Guide. At it again. At it again. Yeah, <laughs> for the community. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so we got. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that. And I think I... You know what? Last summer, the, the market was actually quite tepid. In mm. terms of... Like, there wasn't much volatility when they implemented the, uh, the media madness. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. Not but really. I, I, yeah. I, I think we'll see more this time round. Um, but when I saw the announcement, that's my that was my initial gut. I was like, ah, mm. there's going to be mm. less movement. But I think maybe that's probably for the better. I wouldn't mind like a a slow sideways moving market, slightly tripling trickling up and down until we we get football again. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Mm. 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 No, I don't mind it. No, I agree with you. 
Um, well, I mean, we're going to talk a, b- a bit about actual football in a minute, but just before that, I'm going to plug the athletic. Uh, a lot of you have already signed up. I think 50, 60 people already signed up through my link, which I appreciate greatly. Thank you so much. Uh, so the athletic are basically a sports, um, a sports news website. They're subscription based and they do long form articles and they're amazing. Uh, really, really great. They've got writers like David Ornstein, James Pierce, Sam Lee, Rafa Honigstein, etc. Uh, and uh, there's no ads, no clickbait. It's just amazing sports writing. And you get 50% off your annual subscription uh, for the best sports writing around with uh, this website link. So it's theathletic.co.uk slash fig. And it's only £2.49 a month if you go for their annual deal. I know purse strings might be locked up nowadays uh, with covid19 around uh but if you can spare that and you want to you know pass some time by reading some great sports articles then that is the one isn't it panda it's the one indeed i love it much much recommended don't oh you're not gonna ask me again i am gonna ask you what did you buy (sighs) recently that's more than two pound 49 oh in front of me i bought some um oh no what's the name of them shit the indoor plants which don't require much watering Oh, I know what they're succulents. Oh. Succulents. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I've got two gorgeous succulents on my on my office window in front of me there, mm. which don't require much hard work. Take away the negative ions in the room from my screens and laptops. So, yeah, bought a couple of succulents. <laughs> Wonderful. There you go. Mm. Um, what have I been buying recently? It's more than two pound forty nine. I bought some. Uh, I bought some markers. I got bought some whiteboard markers. I've been telling you about my whiteboard project, haven't I? Yeah, that's under wraps, isn't it, for now? Or It is under wraps. When yeah. it comes out, it's going to be, you know, if, it, if this works, game changer. Fig, Fig's going to the moon. That's all I can say. <laughs> Let me pick the mastermind, Fig. Let me pick your brain Go on. on the transfer market. Because I saw a piece this week, and forgive me for not having the source in front of me, but it related to French TV rights and mm. Canal Plus. Um, Again, pardon my pronunciation, my French accent, but they're threatening not to pay the next instalment for TV, which may have a a knock-on effect for the financial strength of French clubs. But talk to me about, I don't know, do you think with coronavirus where we are, is this going to affect the transfer market in a big way, the financial implications of it? I think there is going to be actually more transfer activity. Really? Actually, no, no. I, I, I rescind that. I think there's oh. going to be a longer period of time that clubs are allowed to um, partake in transfers. I think they're going to extend that to... I think they're, when football starts, transfer. I think clubs are going to be allowed to go all the way through to the January transfer window with transfers. I think that's going to make sense because if you're a... I don't know what clubs are at most risk in terms of hardship, but if you're a championship club, if you're a um, League One, League Two, and, and you need to shift players on, right, to, to, this is based on the survival of your club, then having that, you know, allowance all the way up to the end of February is actually probably going to be quite good. And then it doesn't mean that there's a time limit so that clubs can't like squeeze you out to the end of the day do you know what i mean like um it's all right when it happens between sporting lisbon and manchester united but you don't want uh crawley going bankrupt because they couldn't sell uh x striker before the the transfer deadline day and um before the the season starts do you know what i mean like i think they'll do something like that and i think there'll be a lot of players who are going to be like right um i'm gonna stay where i am because this you know covid stuff i don't want to do too much mm. could we maybe see more in in de- like domestic transfers like within england within france within germany potentially um, that that could be a thing that could be a trend 
You know, last week I came out with um, Panda Stat of the Week around TalkSport phone-ins. Which yeah, went down that was like, amazing. Went down like a storm. I've got another one for you this week, right? Now, the listeners can validate it and come at me if it's wrong, but I've been told this week uh, 60% of last summer's transfer activity were free transfers or loans with option to buyers. Mm. 60%. Now, I think we're going to see an awful lot of that going on this summer because clubs want to strengthen. They want to move wages off books, but maybe the transfer fees won't be there. So I wonder if we're going to see a lot of that activity this year. Yeah, like how do you move Alexis Sanchez in this climate? Correct. How, um, how do you? Uh, well, well, they did it last year, didn't they? Subsidise half the wages? Well, into? yeah, yeah, but I mean... But this like, year, probably impossible. No, no, it's going to be hard, isn't it? It's um, going to be very difficult. But I, I do think teams... I've been a big... Uh, I don't believe in player swaps because it's they're so hard to do. It's not I mean, a thing. It's, it's not, not thing the, the timeline, love it. I, mean, I consider myself a, a master even, of transfers. But even, like, even, the, even the the famed Zlatan Eto one. Yeah. It wasn't actually a swap. No. I think under the under the books, like a ca- like when you look under the hood, mm. it's actually cash for player, cash for player, but it's probably an agreement that the cash moves for X player and cash moves for the other. It's mm. not like a direct swap and money. I don't think that's I don't think you can just but, do that like in the NBA. Yeah, and but, and it, it's just hard work because you need what two players that want to both go to that opposite club. You've got to get the agents involved. It's a very complicated transaction. But saying that, I do think we might get some more creativity this summer by teams that want to move or pick up a player. Um, I mean, I, I've kind of I've backed off a little bit from Paul Pogba. He's probably a good example. When I look around at the trouble that potentially Juventus, uh, Madrid, other big clubs are in, who's going to have the fee for him? But then you think, well, if Juventus really want him, and I do believe they do, and I think... Pogba would like in an ideal world to go back and he's burnt some bridges at United. Then you're thinking, well, can both clubs get creative to make it work for them? I so you, del- you, you might see like a... A Delict or Demaral or Dybala. I mean, look, this is probably unlikely, but I at least give it a thought this year. Like we might see some more creativity in the transfer market. Yeah, maybe. Hard to say. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's mm, see. Mm. I mean, staying in the football world, Belgium announced that their their league yeah. is finito. Yeah. Um, so I suppose yep. they'll they'll start they'll try and get going again for next season in August. I suppose. I yeah. Don't know what the, yeah. The situation is with COVID in Belgium actually. No, I don't. But I suppose it's revenue driven. I guess they don't have massive TV rights or pressures to play. Unlike you know the Premier League and uh, Sky B Sky B. Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking. I can't mm. uh, I can't really see where they are on the on the rankings. They've oh, they've actually got quite a few cases. They've got 7,000 cases um and I think nearly 300 total deaths. So they're just behind Germany in total deaths and then they're just behind well they're just behind us, aren't they? Uh with with total cases. Uh, yes. Which is um oh, yeah, not very not nice great. times. No. No, it's not. It's not. Um, and Wimbledon was called off as well yes um, and I saw one Twitter account who's got quite a few followers who I actually like and we, we sometimes chat I'm not going to plug him though but he said Wimbledon uh, has been called off and therefore there's no chance of the Premier League being called off I don't think that's a very good take at all because the Lawn Tennis Association cannot move Wimbledon because of the daylight hours they're not going to have enough hours in the day to finish the tournament if they slide it back by a couple of weeks the Premier League doesn't have that problem 
you've also got the issue of global tennis stars from every country flying in for that tournament. Yeah. So logistically, it's apples and oranges. I, I, I think that's a nonsense take. I, I tend to agree with you. What did you make of the, uh, the the kind of exclusives, I think, from The Athletic or from, was it uh, Miguel Delaney maybe from The Independent coming uh, about the potential... Uh, what was it Olympic style yeah. quarantine, like yeah, like yeah. Olympic camps, basically for footballers, and they finish all the season in middle in the Midlands. Mm, mm. Um, that seems quite far fetched to me. Seems a bit pie in the sky, doesn't it? I mean, the, the, the English journalists. I don't know. I don't put huge uh, weighting on what they say. They change their mind every day. They're not held to account, are they? Um, what, they get transferred. Why, if you were a player, why mm. would you do? That? Why would you want to do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The only thing is for me, what was the, the Saki quote? Football is the most important, unimportant thing. And so there is a part of me that thinks football is good. It's going to be good for the nation and it inspires a lot of people and it's got a lot of viewership to get some normality back in our lives. Yeah. And well, I think you're on record saying June. I'm still a July, August man. I'm, but... well, no, I'm June the 13th. You're June let's the 13th. Be, let's be accurate. Trooping the colour day. Uh, <laughs> and if that comes off, you're popping over to mine aren't you to get your what are you doing over here Come shaving here. shaving your head shaving my head and, and oh that's it cutting moss. cutting your locks off yeah, yeah. that would um, be scary wouldn't it um yeah. so, i mm. uh, what was i thinking what was i thinking of just now in my head i was going to talk about april uh, fool's day no i was going to uh-huh. just before we moved on that i had one yeah. point to make i i've seen some tweets actually yes this is it i've seen some tweets about oh we won't see football until 2021 like if we don't see football until 2021, then loads of people aren't going to be able to do their normal jobs in 20, in 2020. Then yeah, that would yeah. that that's the situation that you'd see, and that mm. would be crippling for the economy. Crippling. Yeah, you you, would you be. wouldn't be able to have no manual labourers, no people working in certain shops like restaurants, etc. Not working till 2020. Like it's. I just don't think that's gonna I, be I, the it, case. It, I know people's health yeah. is at stake, but like the, yeah, but they're it, also they're also at stake, aren't they, by keeping them at home. You know, with mental health, with financial struggles, with domestic abuse and, and the horrors that come with that. So, but, you know, if the economy, like, I, that would lead to potentially like a, a Great would. Depression. A lot of people would die oh, because completely. of it. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. So, um, I mean, And also we've got Japan and we've got, we've got other countries, although I, the deaths I know never got to our level. But countries have recovered and are starting to get back. Obviously, we're lagging behind them. So I am optimistic and very hopeful and obviously praying that we get some some positivity in a month or two. Um, but I think we're in the art. I keep, I use that phrase, the eye of the storm, but we were a few weeks ago on the football index world. I think we are in the kind of um, the media and, and the deaths, obviously there's numbers ratchet up probably, you know, it's very hard to think clearly at this time. So I just think if we can get things under control and deaths can start to drop off a little bit, then maybe the rhetoric might change. And mm. There's a chance of football. I think a lot of people have become normalised to it as well. And I think mm. one of the things that the government have done quite well, actually, is kind of eased the the public into not a sense of security, but like the, flicking a switch to going from normal life to quarantine is massive, isn't it? Whereas like if you do it slowly over a period of two weeks, it there's less of a like a dramatic Definitely. like, oh, my God, we're in isolation. Whereas like you might have gone from okay working from home mm. like three days a week to mm. maybe mm. a few trips got cancelled and then this happens and this and then yep. suddenly you're in isolation but if that happens over the two three weeks i know that a lot of people have been infected and unfortunately died throughout that that period but overall it means that the nation is like they kind of accept it because they have those period of weeks to accept it they know it's coming yeah, yeah. um but anyway and let's, let's, mo- let's yeah, move on let's move we'll on. move on okay pinning pin covid uh april fool's day <sighs> loved it 
You loved it. Loved it. Absolutely. I mean, a good April Fool's Day to me is one that actually is believable. And this one to me was quite funny because, you know, the Belarusian Premier League on Betfair has quite a lot of liquidity. So it's believable in a really perverse sense that maybe they could include it as a PB league. But uh, so I found it quite funny. And uh, I know, well, go on. You, you, are you going to, I think most people disagree with me. I, I didn't like it. I thought oh. it was stupid. Oh. I, I, I thought it was funny, but I thought mm. it was stupid considering um, how well the market was doing. And I just thought that was just like a like a, a little, and it just showed that people people had cash balances that could have gone into like good normal. Plans, oh, the, the, right? the, the, didn't is, didn't one of the players fly? But he plays in Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even play in Belarus. I thought it was funny, but I just thought it was just irresponsible. And I just think it it yeah. um it made a mockery of people that have like a lot of money in this thing. Like I I can't imagine what. EJ was sitting there. Hang on, I've got a lot of money in it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Bloody I know. cheek! No, no, I know. Okay, but do you know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah, just, yeah. it just felt like, what, what kind of, what kind, what does that, uh, what kind of look does that? Yeah. Uh, what, it, how was that perceived? How was that it, perceived by? Even, <laughs> you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say something, and it might be, it might be quite smart, right? Oh but yeah. You, you might like this. Oh. Uh, perception is reality, right? Yes. So. If two percent of people perceive football index to be idiots in that case, mm. then they they think that that is their that is their mm. that is their mm. um, thesis, mm. right? In that given mm. moment, and even if you risk two percent two percent of people doing that, why would you do it? And I just yeah. it just it just doesn't seem like clever comms to me in this current. Th do you know? Would you have loved it or liked it more if they'd have frozen the market for fifteen minutes and let people start to tweet about hot Belarusian players, strikers? And then they say, you know, April Fools, and they unsuspend the market. I.e., no one spends any money or costs themselves anything. Yes, but then I think that um, fifteen minutes, you might have someone get the notification. No, fifteen, about... fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. saying. Oh, right, like, right. If someone got the notification on the app about the Belarusian players, and they didn't see Twitter, then it, you know those fifteen minutes go quite quickly. I just, I just think it uh, might have been. It yeah. should have so been you... a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Something, something different. <laughs> Uh, maybe, mm. maybe I don't know. Um, some sort of Adam Cole's face in in Times Square again, or, or something like mm. I don't know, like something well, a bit. Well, you see, my, I went down, I went down, cruised downstairs about ten p.m. ten a.m. Sorry, because I get up late, and uh, Missus said to me, oh, "I'm pregnant," and uh, I just said, "Well, that's impossible." You know, we're looking after it. We got a young baby. We don't have sex anymore. So that was a poor April Fool's Day. What's the best prank you've ever pulled? <laughs> oh. Um... I'll have, to, I'll have to come back to that next week. Really? I can't. Uh, I can't think of that. You can't think top, of one? Not off the top of my head. No. No. Do, have you pulled a good one? I, I, will have, I will have pulled some absolute beauties. I mean, I'm a mastermind prankster, but I don't <laughs> recall. Me, me and a friend of mine are actually quite... We're quite... We're quite we used to be quite prolific pranksters, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That could be like a spin-off, couldn't it? It could be <laughs> Fig Prank Patrol or something I'd like that. I'd say you'd be good at that. RC would be good at that, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. <laughs> He would, but um, I'm trying to think the best one that we did. We did um, tell you what, a good football related one. Uh, so this friend that I do it with, his sister's quite a quite a prominent actress, actually quite famous. I won't give away who it is because it'd be unfair to give away his identity. But um, whenever she had a new film, we'd we'd be asked if we wanted to do the extra roles there, 
um or sometimes we'd get asked you know there's a there's a few going does anyone want to make a few bob when we were like 15 14 15 16 17 18 whatever and uh <laughs> there was one where we were supposed to be f- football fans in this in this film and uh i said to my mate i said listen i don't know why i've thought of this but what we should do is we should get we should we should get all our pals to send us videos of this, them pretending to be football fans like an audition for this extra role and so my mate was like how do we make this relievable he he went and forged like a document uh pretending to be the production company and because he was our in man we all believed what he was saying so he he, he made this letter this email this official email and made up this email address and he sent it to, to everyone and he said uh, this is what you need to do you need to send this uh video to mm. this email or you can just send it to he said you can send it to me by whatsapp i can just send it to the producer um and we got there was seven of us that were supposed to be doing the extras five of us five of our friends sent us these videos and honestly god it was hilarious <laughs> one of us was, so oh, five fell for it <laughs> five fell for it they had football tops on their mums were recording they were singing like singing chants it was brilliant and, and we didn't we didn't say anything we just posted them on facebook for the world to see um and people were like what the hell are they doing why are they doing this uh and it was that just it was brilliant it was brilliant it was very very like it was the long con that's what i'm about i don't like the you know the whippy cushion the no the i'm take, not one the take for just the take someone's soap and and replace no. it. I like the long con and i've done a few yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will, I will get back to that next week because I'm sure I pulled off a few crackers. Uh, let's talk about uh, before we go to a quick fire round. Quick, yeah, a yeah. Round, a Speed round. Yeah. You tweet. You were like, should we get some questions in? And I was like, go on, tweet it. And kind of, I nonchalantly said yes, not thinking we'd get that many. There's about forty. There's <laughs> about forty questions led by um, the general in the Powder Army at fi underscore venture c. He's kind of rallied the troops. So I've just given him a follow. Uh, I didn't yeah. know he was your uh, your biggest fan. He wasn't until three days ago, but <laughs> I've just been seeing him liking a lot of my stuff, so I've kind of appointed him. But uh, anyway, yeah, what did you want to talk about? Marcus Rashford. Well, Rashford and Greenwood, they've kind of started oh, yeah, going yeah. up. I mean, Rashford, because of some media, I suppose. Do, yes. do you think people are buying now for 10 Ps or they're buying for the new season? I do. Oh, I think both. I think everyone has a li- I think most traders have got a list of players they want next season. And, and that just pushes them over the edge, doesn't it? That little catalyst to light that fire. And it's forced me into a couple of moves earlier than I wanted to. Because, you know, I don't want to miss out on the price rise. Um, Rashford's a good example. I mean, Rashford was £5-ish, give or take, when we recorded episode three or four. And there were doubts that he'd be at Euro 2020. Do you remember? Mm. The live article that broke when we were on live. And um, all of a sudden, with COVID around, he now is going to... Hopefully, if football comes back, he's got Premier League running, he's got Europa League latter stages, FA Cup, and he's got Euro 2021. So look at all the PB and MB now he can potentially win. So if he was £5 then, absolutely makes sense that he should be more now because he's got extra things in his locker. Um, So, yeah, him just being in the media, though, just forced my hand. I had to move early on him. So, um, yeah, and he's been doing some really good charity work. So I think you're right. I think people are... Not just buying for the Tempe, but I think they're seeing that and then that's springboarding them to buy them early. Mm. Yeah. What about Greenwood? I mean, like, uh, why, is, why is he I, I think he playing that, up for you? Uh, Do you actually think he's got less? If Sancho comes, like, yeah, yeah. does he maybe have less playing time? Well, we... Probably the same. I don't know probably about the this same. year. Probably about I mean, you're, if Sancho arrives, you've obviously got Martial, Rashford left, Sancho right. You've then got 
uh, Greenwood and Dan James and Igalo. I think I think if Igalo stays, so that's your your front six that are going to rotate. But then you've got new contracts for Chong, Gomez maybe Gomez they're trying to pin. So that's it's a lot of bodies for that front three. And then um, there's also does Matter stay? No, surely go, not. Goes goes. Um, surely not. Who else but, have they got? They got mm, someone else that I'm forgetting. No, they don't. They don't. I'm wrong. So so Greenwood, <laughs> I think. Yeah, Greenwood isn't going to jump through and play double the minutes. I don't think next season. But uh, if if they get Champions League as well, that would hurt him, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, if yeah, they yeah. got the Europa, I think he'd probably get the same amount of minutes if Sancho came. If he didn't, um... yes, you're right. I think. It depends though if they buy a forward on top of Ingalo. I don't think they'll do that actually. Though no, no, no. I think Ingalo will rotate with Martial, mm. and then Rashford, Sancho, Dan James on the right, and then I guess you've got. Um, sorry, Sancho, Dan James, then you've got uh, Rashford and I'm getting mixed up my names here, Rashford and whoever on the left. So no, Gr- Greenwood, sorry. So Greenwood's going to play. I think he's a, I think he's an amazing talent. You know, me and you have gone back and forth from him. I love him, but I've questioned the minutes he'll get next year. So I agree with you. But I think the rise is, we always talk about it, don't we? You tell me comparative value. You taught me a lesson a few times on our Panda Poser section where you said, well, people look at Sancho at 12, Rashford at, say, 7, and then they think, well... Greenwood looks cheap. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to do a little question segment. So what, how we're going to do it is we're going to pick one question each. We don't know which question's coming. So, uh, I mean, as in, we'll go back and forth, one question, one question, until we, we kind of get bored. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we're just to watch it to eight minutes, nine minutes or yeah, ten minutes something like that. Let's okay. go. Oh, hang on. Let me, I'm, I've lost my tweet. You're getting your thread up. You're getting your thread up. Bad. I've got it yeah. right in front of me. I know which one I'm going to ask first. Oh really? Should okay. I ask it while while you? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give me thirty seconds. You can always cut this bit out. Uh... No, I'll keep it in. This is unadulterated, un- unedited. We don't even prepare really for this, right? Okay, off you go. All right, Fi Headhunter, who's who's the question man, isn't he? What are your top three sports themed films of all time? Oh, uh, Field of Dreams. I like with Kevin Costner, baseball, and I love the NFL film with Al Pacino in, and I forgot the name of it. Any Given Sunday, it's called, mm. yeah. Uh, number three, I can't think of, I'll have to pass for now. What about yours? Uh, the Longest Yard, that's my favourite. It's a good, it's good film, Very good, good film. film. I yeah, love that yeah. film. Yep. Uh, and then I really like, I like Moneyball as well. Sue me for that one. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, with Brad Pitt, yeah, good, yeah. good choice. Yeah. And then I've got a soft spot for Goal 1. <laughs> what, what? Goal, Goal the film. I don't think I've seen it. You've never watched Goal with no. uh, Santiago Munez? Oh, I've heard. No, I've never watched oh, that. come on, Panda. You're a no, full-time no. sports trader. I'm not. I'm a little bit of a gardener as oh, well. Oh, my word. <laughs> you are. Go on. <laughs> yeah. t- pick yours. Uh, right. Uh, this is actually from FI Gardener. Do you think there are traders with larger portfolios than the likes of yourself, Panda, and Lee, and EJ, who don't use Twitter or have any notion of social media? Um, I don't think there are larger ones than you, uh, Lee, and EJ, but I think there are substantial ones that aren't on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I th- I think there are a couple of... Actually, I know ones. a couple that are. Oh, so... okay. Yeah, yeah. So there are some, basically. Uh, oh, it's me now. Don't bloody hell, that was quick. Uh, are you joining the poker tournament this evening or are the stakes too low for you? That's from Index Canary Palm. Uh, I did actually see that floating about and I'm yeah. I'm a very, very amateur poker player. I'm very bad. So I don't think it's for me. But I was actually thinking, like, should I, should I, I might try and get into poker if I can't find anything to do. Yeah, I might. After, my, after my project. Yeah, yeah. I won't be joining to answer the question, sadly, no, because I'm on baby duty from 8pm. <laughs> uh, for you, uh, top three celebrity crushes, please. 
Oh, well, I mean, it, with celebrity <laughs> with celebrity crushes, they mm. they come and go, don't they? There's one that just catches your heart, and you just you, yeah, you yeah. can't. And I'm a, I'm a big Love Island fan, as you know. Mm. Um, so for me, Zara McDermott, who was on mm. a couple couple mm. seasons ago, is absolutely she's she's drop dead gorgeous. Mm. She's stunning. Mm. And uh, Joanna Chimbondis, who was on Chimonides, Chim- Chim- yeah, what, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I've I've just got a soft spot for Maya Jammer as well. I do love her. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about you? Uh, well, those are my three at the moment. But they 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 come. Yeah, there. I'd probably go for uh, I like Elizabeth Olsen, who's mm-hmm. in the Marvel film. I like uh, who do I like. <sighs> I hope my missus isn't listening to this. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I like her as Be- well. Beautiful. Um, and actually, Zara McDermott. I've just discovered uh, this week from TikTok <laughs> from my TikTok viewing. So yeah, they're. The, <laughs> They are the three for me. Well, I mean, that was that was quite thorough. That Your question? Thorough. Uh, mine. Mm. How long F- have we got? Six F- minutes to F- go. F.I. Ings. When mm. this virus is all over and we're allowed again, if you're forced mm. to choose a big night out of the pub or a romantic meal with a wife, which pub mm. are you going to and why? <laughs> I can't. Uh, my local uh, public house I'll go to. I don't want to give the name away because it'll be too precise. Or I may venture into London. Um so but i can't think of pubs names but i like the question though yeah, yeah. i i was going to answer like you know obviously pub but you know i see what he's done there it's a rhetoric question <laughs> uh what price would you sell sancho at hypothetically obviously but if someone sat in front of you and said he would buy all your sancho shares how much per share would you take um 25 and cu- and- billion dollars what no i'm joking no oh. i i think <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing the, you know, the Doctor yeah, no, yeah, 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 Austin yeah, Powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I'm looking at. I I said from the start, seventeen eighteen is not is not far. It's not as in it's not unachievable. But there's been a few inklings of twenty twenty one. I think if he got to eighteen, I wouldn't be surprised to see him at twenty. Um, as in, but it's very hard to to forecast on FI at the moment, especially with a player like him, because. How many dividend increases does he have in him before your three years kind of you have to recycle? And even then, like how many does he have in general? It's just hard. I'd say right now, if someone was like, Fig, yeah. I'd buy I'd buy some Sanchez off you for, mm-hmm. for a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. 20, 21 pounds. <laughs> That's interesting. I, yeah, I'm trying to picture someone knocking at my door. Saying, Going like, Panda, I will buy yeah, off them. Right? I'll like, buy this, all your I've Sanchez. Got, I've, got, I've got boxes of cash right here, suitcases. <laughs> If someone said, I'll give you £19.50 for your Sancho's today. <laughs> You've undercut me by two quid already. Yeah, I'd probably take that today and then use the cash, do some other bits and pieces, Buy and then more. come back come back to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, and then come back to Sancho in a little while. So, um, yeah, that's probably what I'd say. Hmm. Um, my question, isn't it? Is it? Oh, no, yours. I thought you yours. just went. All right, yeah. F- F- I index oh, no, it's yours, yours. Yeah. FI Index Shredder, who got you in some trouble. Says, mm. what for a professional sports fund person are you going to do your best to offend this week on Twitter? Yeah. Um, mm. I might go after Graham Sooness this week if he's on Twitter because of this whole Paul Pogba thing. I think that's <laughs> <quite> comical. <laughs> he's just trying to leave the poor guy alone, will he? Oh, he said no it'd be way. a doddled plague. I might try and wind up Sooness this week. He, he'd take him to the cleaners, wouldn't he, Pogba? <laughs> He'd oh. absolutely run him to the ground sooner. I mean, he's yeah, it's yeah. different. It's chalk and cheese, isn't it? Pogba's substantially yeah. better at football. Anyone, anyone you want to wind up this week? Uh, I think I'll keep my powder dry. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, 
with football returning from different regions in phases and potentially the most congested footy schedule for a while are you changing your portfolio in any way for potentially less media days um not at the moment i think the players that i own are probably wouldn't be that hurt by football coming back uh so no for me that's my answer i think i'd probably try and maneuver but depends what this what happens with the spreads depends how much liquidity there is uh it's quite hard to answer i'd probably be i'm kind of i've accepted that i'm going to be reactive and not uh proactive just because okay. of the the capital that i have and the players that i have it'd yeah. be hard for me to to maneuver yeah, yeah. Yes, i haven't yeah i haven't made any specific moves uh the players i've got i haven't really just got media players that i wouldn't want when football returns i believe they're capable of winning pb anyway so i try and kind of make sure they tick both the boxes so no no changes go on what's yours next question uh right if you could go back in time ah. and attend any sporting event what would it be that was going to be my next one oh. uh so it's from sean footy index 17 isn't it um if you go back in time and attend any sporting event what would it be um this is so hard it's any sporting event i don't know it's why meant to be rapid fire responses here. yeah it's supposed to be i don't know why and, and i know you know football is my 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 love sporting wise but i would have loved to have been at one of the 100 meters events where oh, you say bolts break, breaks the good breaks one. the record when he does his 9.58 yeah 958 yeah, yeah that would have been spectacular that's a good answer my one is going to be i was a big tennis fan as you know back in the day and federer completing the grand slam so getting the french open which oh do you know it would have been a good one as well that nadal federer was it 2008 final yeah that would have been a vintage tennis match yeah anything where history or legacies attached to it i would want to go back to but mm. i'd go federer french open when he beat robin Sodling. um mm. How are we doing for time? We've got time for two got more? A few more each. Yeah, go on. Go on then. Uh, I was going to pick that one each. Uh, okay. Football Index GT. In their prime, who would be worth more on the index? Maradona or Messi? Oh, that's a good question. Is that, do I have to answer that first? Yeah. It's my question. Their, you can't cheat. Yeah, sorry. Uh, in their prime, probably Messi because the lack really? of cocaine would have helped him. Although, I do think Maradona. I watched actually some YouTube highlights of Maradona 1986 World Cup. I run it by a couple of experts like Lee Butler on the index and said, like, you know, what do you think of this? And uh, yeah, that, that, that tournament was the single greatest tournament from a footballer. I think I didn't witness it because I was in the womb. But uh, like, you know, you go back and the, the whole tournament performance was incredible. So Maradona's peak may have been higher, but Messi in his prime would have been a higher price on football index because he didn't have the demons. And mm. actually, no, do you know what? Maradona's <laughs> media would have been off the charts, wouldn't it? With, with his antics. So I think Maradona would have been more. I'm going to go for Messi just because I think he'd win more PB in his prime. Okay. Uh, okay. I think that, you know, the, the what was yeah. it, the 90-goal calendar season, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, five yeah, goals yeah. against Leverkusen, those games against Arsenal. I mean, he used yeah. to play a lot more against English opposition, didn't he? Yeah. Um, just those that, that, that period, you know, where he was just the four goals against Arsenal. Oh, ridiculous. Um, good, good question, though, that one. Very good um, question. Okay. It's me, isn't it? Three to go. It's me. Oh, right the trade you most regretted in terms of either missing out or made your biggest mistake on this is coming from a man who sold 200 sanchos at a very low price oh. not bitter in the slightest this is from football index peddler um god what, what was my worst um do you know what one of one of them one of them quite recently has been I remember, was it D Domenico Berardi that got uh, ruled out for the rest of the season? 
Was it? Was it hit? Was it? No, no, no. It was. Oh no, it was. Uh, it was Sensi. Yes. Well, um, the hairline fracture in his ankle. Uh, yeah, one of those, and or, or it was one of his injuries. And I remember in, it was. I don't, I don't know which injury it was actually, but the the thing I regret most, and I think I regret it because it's the process of what I did, is. I instant sold half because I was unsure. And my rule of thumb is always like, if I'm unsure of keeping someone, how unsure am I? And I reduce by that percentage of unsuredness. But I knew he was going to fall a lot because of that certain injury. And I don't remember which one it was. I think it might have been from his, it might have been either from his three pounds to like two, two fifty or his two fifty to to two. I don't know which one it was, but I, I regret not selling all of them because the process would have been very, like I want to repeat that process of like knowing when oh, a player is going to go down and selling mm, all of them and mm. getting out of that position. So that's mm. my my big regret. Okay. Recently, I've got some yep. historical ones that I regret. Yeah, recently. yeah. yeah. I, the two that came to mind for me, Haaland or Holland. I had him written down at like seventy six p when he was for Norway in a youth tournament and never jumped on him all the way through. So that's a big regret. And the other one is probably um, oh, what was I thinking about? And, oh, Sergio Ramos is a classical one for me because I had a, I had a clear, clear, clear exit plan and I didn't execute it because I got greedy and wanted one more Champions League round. And then he got a red card, sent off, suspended, never reached that price again. And I was stuck with him all the way down. So Ramos and Haaland for me. Um, one more question each, I think, and then we'll have to go. Right, I've got a good one. Uh, if you put all of the world's footballers into a Royal Rumble situation, who's the last man standing? This is from FI Maximizer. Current footballers. Uh... Troy Deeney. Really? I don't know. This has is... Is come up on the spot. I'm like trying to rack my brain in. Zlatan's trying... up there. Taekwondo. Black belt in Taekwondo. Yeah, black belt Taekwondo. Troy Deeney's got a bit of boxing pedigree. Very strong, um... isn't he? Uh, Zlatan as well. So. Yeah, was that okay? Fine. That's my... That'd be my pick. But all of them in the Royal... How big would that stadium have to be? It'd be... It's not, built. it's not built, is it? No. No. Well, they'd have to stagger the entrance and they'd yeah. last, I think, for about eight weeks on calculation. Um, FI Land, final question from me before I resign. Um, FI Landings, how many Jaden Sancho's would it take for you to dress up in the ESPN mascot outfit and take that punch from Wilder? I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> um, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, so there's an ESPN mascot and takes a punch from Wilder. Wilder dislocates his jaw and knocks him out, even though he's in a soft, furry costume. So I don't think Wilder knows there's a real human in there. <laughs> um, how many Sancho's if you take a punch from Wilder? In with with no protection? No, no, in the in the in the mascot costume. Um, in a mascot costume, how many Sancho's? I mean, I probably wouldn't do it for any money. I don't think I would, because like he could genuinely kill you. He could, you know, he punches, he he puts down, he he he's knocked out. You know, professional boxers. I know there's no protection there, but like with one punch. And I think as an untrained boxer, <laughs> I, I don't you know. Put I... A value... No, because I was, <laughs> I saw the question. I thought, well, maybe 60,000 Sancho's. <laughs> and if someone could post that through the letterbox and said, right, get on a plane. So that's go about 750k. Is it? Uh, £12.50 times 60,000. Um, yeah, kind of. More... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ish, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nearly a million quid. I'd hop on a plane over to the US, Alabama, and uh, get my mascot outfit on. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I didn't think I would. I, just, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a pussy. 
no, 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 <laughs> no, com- no comment. And that's the line drawn. There's that the buzzer going off. <laughs> Sorry if we've not got to your questions. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll do that next week again. Yeah, we'll see how many responses we get. It might be, you know when you put a tweet out and you think no one's going to reply, so there might be no questions next week. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah. Where can people find out more about you? At sporting underscore panda. Stay safe, everyone, and see you at the quiz. Yes, wash your hands and see you on the quiz on Saturday. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>